Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome to Bites of Health, where we hope to take a bite out of your parent worries each day with sound advice and guidance. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist, and today I'm joined by our amazing pediatrician bestie, Dr. Dina DiMaggio. Hello, Dina. Hi, Jess. All right. Well, I'm excited because today we are going to talk about the American Academy of Pediatrics policy statement on e-cigarettes, electronic cigarettes. The clock is ticking, so let's get to it. I just want to preface this by saying this is something that's very near and dear to my heart. As a public health scientist, I actually worked in the world of tobacco control and tobacco policy evaluation for many years. I actually lost my father to COPD as a result of his smoking for for many decades. So I'm really excited that we're tackling this. So why are we talking about it? There is a dramatic rise of teens who use electronic cigarettes, and e-cigarettes are now by far the most commonly used tobacco product among middle and high school students. Children may be more prone to using them with their enticing candy or fruit flavors, which are of course aimed at children, and they're very cool designs. So they sometimes look like cigarettes or pipes or pens. Some of them look like USB flash drives, fidget spinners, asthma inhalers, or even toys. And unfortunately, they're often perceived by teens as less harmful than than typical cigarettes. However, what happens is, especially if they're smoking nicotine-containing e-cigs, they often get addicted to the nicotine, and then that could either become an, an addiction or it can lead to, to their smoking typical cigarettes. So obviously, this is a big problem. Dina, do you maybe want to walk us through what are e-cigarettes? Yeah, I agree. This is like a topic near and dear to me because I'm literally seeing like every other week, like one of these new shiny smoke stores pop up in New York City, and it's so easy for teens just to go in there and, and, you know, and get these cigarettes. So according to the AAP, their liquid solution used in e-cigarettes or vape juice or e-liquid that is often flavored usually contains nicotine, like you mentioned, and other chemicals, including um, carcinogens. So e-cigarettes can be used to also vape marijuana too. Nicotine can have these long-lasting damaging effects on adolescent brain development and affect attention, learning, mood, and even impulse control. And especially harmful for these teens since nicotine is so very addictive. And the earlier that someone uses nicotine, the more difficult it is to quit later. And using nicotine in adolescents may also increase the risk of future substance use disorders. The solution to e-cigarette devices and vapor can also contain chemicals like antifreeze, antifreeze, and aldehydes like formaldehyde. I mean, it's, it's crazy what's in these things. Formaldehyde is a cardiovascular toxin. And finally, there have been outbreaks of e-cigarette or vaping product use associated lung injury or vaping associated pulmonary injury. So this is really serious. And, you know, even in in February of 2020, there have been more than um, 2,800 hospitalizations and 68 deaths from um, using these cigarettes across the United States. And I personally saw during COVID that um, more kids that, you know, were were doing these e-cigarettes were being hospitalized with COVID than kids that were not using these cigarettes. 
And, you know, I'm so happy that you're that we're talking about the harmful effects of nicotine, because I think people assume that e-cigarettes are safe because they're not combustible. And yes, they are safer in that sense than the traditional cigarettes. But nicotine itself can absolutely be harmful, could lead to something called popcorn lung. Nicotine affects immune function. It also affects wound healing and many other things. So nicotine in and of itself is harmful. So, Dina, what does the AAP recommend? So the AAP has recommended the FDA should better regulate these e-cigarettes and ban their sales to kids under 21 years old. Internet sales of these e-cigarettes and e-cigarette solutions should be banned. Efforts should be made to make them less enticing to children by banning kid-friendly flavors. I often have kids coming in with, you know, saying that they like these flavors like Oreo cookie and like these crazy things that are obviously targeted towards children. There's advertising and promotion of e-cigarettes that are accessible to youth should be banned. And they're, you know, pediatricians should screen for e-cigarette use and counsel about the negative health effects. You know, I started, you know, I've been doing this for a while and I, and I started in the last few years really having to ask children about vaping. You know, even in my, in my kid's middle school and she's in sixth grade, she saw that there was kids in her age that were going into the bathroom and vaping in between classes. So it's a real issue. You know, don't, don't assume your child's not doing it. You have to ask the questions in order to really know. All right. Well, I learned something. We hope you learned something and we have lots more to share. You can get your bite of health every day, Monday through Friday. If you like what you've heard here, let us know. Leave us a review on Apple and be sure to tell your friends. Remember, there is no single or best way to parent. Parenting is a journey and we are all just doing our very best. We wish you happy, healthy, and stress-free parenting. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts, and its name tells part of the story. The big picture questions and the most interesting research in science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly, and I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us, and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.